0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast with Jason and Mike. I'm Jason. And I'm Mike. We're coming to you from the Pud Cave located here in Game Swap in beautiful downtown Lincoln in the great state of North Carolina. Mikey, usually at this point I ask what's up, but brother, I know what's up this week, man. Absolutely. We have a very, very special guest in this Pud Cave with us today in another first a podcast podcast. We have our first guest and the best guest that we could have, and that's our spiritual co host, a man that we bring up almost every week. I think I might have missed you last week, but uh, we're making up Fort Spades this week, Mike, because in the studio we have a living, breathing music encyclopedia. And that man's name is Mr. Wayne Sis. Wayne, how's it going, hey, brother? Hey, fellas,
1: it's good to see y'all. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Thank
2: I really you for being it. here.
1: Oh, no problem. Absolutely, Wayne. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you. Good to see you guys.
2: Well, Mike, what are we talking about today, brother? We're talking about a lot of stuff today. We are a lot. Yes. But mostly something I'm not exactly an expert on: Warren Zevon. Who? Warren Zevon. <laughs> I think I've heard of it.
0: Yeah, um, I believe an old friend of mine about 27 years ago. How does that make you feel? 27 years ago, someone turned me on to Warren Zevon. I think I was 10.
2: <laughs> yeah in dog years <laughs> See, I reached thir- in 30 around 37 38 and it, it just stopped right there that was it. It and there are no no more birthdays after that
0: shit so. brother i hit 21 i'm like you know what man i'm just now getting good at it oh, took me 22 years to get it good at a, 21 it takes a while to get
2: good at anything that's yeah. for
1: sure
0: yes sir but uh no, man, back in the day when I worked at a little place called Country Corner. There you go. Located, wow. and that's, that's where the old school G's right there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> where is that? Now, that is located on Highway 150, uh, like you're going toward Lake Norman, and it's directly across from the Forest Lawn Cemetery. That's right. Uh, uh, that yeah. was my first job. And was, it's still there. Oh, it's yeah. It's still there? still
1: there. Yeah. N- the
0: different management.
1: Oh, yeah, different management, but it's still there. It, it's one of those little... Uh, icons that won't go away because it's just in such a good spot yeah yeah, it
0: is it's in a perfect location and I'm gonna be honest with you as a, as a 16 year old having the first job you can't have a better
1: job it was a little fun place to work it was
0: great you know the one thing about country corner Wayne and, and you know obviously that's where we met yeah. that's what we're getting to here's where we uh, met each other but the cool thing about Country Corner was whenever, because it was me, you, my brother Brian, and mm-hmm. a friend of ours named John Harkin, another friend called Donnie Grooms, who unfortunately passed away yeah. not long ago. Uh, rest in peace to Donnie. He, he was a really good friend. Yeah. And the thing about that little crew was when somebody was off, the other people would show up.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That, that's really how I got <laughs> That's how job. it was. <laughs> yeah, because I was always up there hanging out with Brian. They just eventually put me on the payroll because Brian put me to work.
1: Yeah, it, it, was, <laughs> it was great to meet him because, you know, like I said, I was up there working. And I was older than all of them. Well, still am. But, uh, but now you know, we're all the old guys. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, he was he was just one of these good kids, to fun to talk to, hang out with. And we—and like I say, this was one of those jobs where we were not uh, high, you know, technical level, but we uh, had fun trying to make the place work good. And we, yes. you know, and it was just basically, you know, getting to talk. And, and there was so much time to talk up there, which is really good. Yeah,
0: that's true, too, man, because we had, you know, it was one of those jobs where you were either Lost to the wall, or you were bored to death. Exactly. So there's very
1: little mid ground at Country Pointer. Exactly, a exactly. And so. I,
2: now I've heard tell that there's a training video you have to watch before you even <laughs> yes. think about start working there.
0: Yes, the name of that training video is Clerks. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm still not convinced. My brother Brian is not actually Dante. <laughs>
1: He's never. We've never seen him in the same that's place at the same time. That, that's the truth, right. man. We've never right. seen right. them both in. in yep. And I mean, man, see,
0: he looks. It's identical. so scary. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. It really is. yeah. The, the, my funnest, well, one of the funniest stories I have about Country Corner. Now, Wayne Wayne worked in the daytime yeah. with with Gene Green. Yeah. Uh, good, good, oh. old good old Gene, Gene. Green. <laughs> good
1: old Gene.
0: Gene was all right. Gene was all right. But, uh, you know, you guys were a little bit, probably a little bit more structured during the day. A little bit. Uh, where in the evenings, it was me and Brian, Donnie, John, and in other words, it was, it was chaos. <laughs> but but there's a scene in, in Clerks where they go onto the roof to play hockey. Well, me and Brian would play hockey
1: <laughs> with the sausage biscuits exactly. <laughs> that were left over from, those things were hard as hell, man. Because an old sausage biscuit is not edible.
0: <laughs> no, and it is the same consistency as a hockey puck. Exactly. It right. is, and so we would set up on one end of the aisle, yeah. and, and we would try to take shots and get it into the little uh, sweeper thing that we had in a... Uh, yeah, but yeah, Clerks was definitely up there with the training videos because Country Corner was honestly got more fun than Clerks
1: itself. If if one. you right. ever if you ever see Clerks, just just look at it and just say, I have I have I have friends who have done that work <laughs> and that uh, and that way.
0: Yeah. And, and like I say, I consider it to be more or less a documentary or a training video. A training video, uh, absolutely, uh, <laughs> absolutely. But you know, one one of my favorite memories um, of working at Country Corner was one day me and Wayne were talking and we were just talking, believe it or not, talking about music. Uh, Wayne's actually not a big pro wrestling fan. I figured I'd go ahead and, and get that out of the way. It,
1: it was one of those times where I've, I've gone in cycles. You know, I, I when I was younger, I was I was back when the uh, when it was on black and white in the NWA, you oh, know, yes. National Wrestling Alliance with. If, if, if you recall, the old names like Johnny Weaver and oh, George yes. Becker and yes, uh, the uh, Flying Zookas yes. and uh, all these other ones. You know, that was back in my day when I was coming up. Right. But, you know, it, it comes in cycles, you know. Yeah.
0: And I know me and Wayne didn't talk a lot about pro wrestling, but, you know, we did talk about Mike man we talked about music oh yeah uh as as i've said before on this podcast and you know my friends know this i play a little bit i try to play i tend to play yeah but i i love music i'm into it and one day me and me and wayne are just talking shooting the crap you know per usual you know instead of working <laughs> yeah he wants to do that well you know <laughs> and uh, wayne asked
1: slow me, minute
0: yeah <laughs> it was a slow day it was a slow day yeah uh, but, you know, Wayne asked me a question, man, that, that really, in a lot of ways, it changed my life. And that, Wayne was like, have you ever heard of Warren Yvonne?" And, like, 99.9% of the population, I'm like, who is that? All right. Um, Warren, uh, you know, Wayne, I, I would like for you to talk about the song that you talked to me about that got me interested. And that was Play It All Night Long. Yeah. That was the lyrics and, and the subject matter. And I'm like, I got to listen to this guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, would you like to talk a little bit about
1: that it's, song? It's or? a great song. It's one of those where... It's a a song that Warren wrote that sort of has his philosophy on music, you know, and it just sort of is his way of thinking about it. Music to him was just as important as anything else. And it wasn't so much that he, I mean, he wanted to be a star. You could tell reading this. He wanted to be a star. He wanted to be well-known. He wanted to make a living of it. But he also wanted to play music. I mean, it's like they said, if you don't play music for a living, you'll still play music for Uh, free because you love it. And that's what Warren did. And this song sort of simplify or exemplifies that because he, he like I said, you just you listen to it and you just feel his heart coming yes. through it. And the one thing about Warren is he he never ever wrote anything that didn't mean anything right, to him. I right. I mean and it's, this song meant a lot to him. I mean you look at something else like, you know, say Play It All Night Long or Mohammed's Radio oh, Wonderful Song. And and these songs they, they you can tell they mean something to yes. him. And it's not like he was just writing off some quick, you know. Trying to bang pop, out a yeah, hit or pop something. Pop hit wonder, exactly. I mean, I, and again like I said, he was not against that. He was actually trying for that, but it's not that was not what was his main goal. Right. And I you know, and just like when Jason and I started talking about, it, you could see when somebody like Jason who likes music and you can and and it one thing that I like was introducing people to music. Right. And uh, that's, you know, why I, I you know, I, I talked to him about it. The first time I heard Warren, I was about the same age as Jason was. You know, I was at a friend of mine's house, and it wasn't uh, that song that came on. The first song I heard of was "Excitable Boy."
0: Oh yes, another one with some pretty crazy lyrics. It's
1: <laughs> definitely crazy. And that's one thing about Warren. You know, he would he would. I don't know if he was so much so stream of conscious, but like I said, he would focus on something and build around it. Right. I mean, "Excitable right. Boy." If you read it, or, or I mean, if you read the lyrics or just listen to it, you have got to realize this guy's crazy.
0: Crazy man. <laughs> but it, but it's
1: just such a good song, and the music behind it. The, I mean it's upbeat it's, it's happy music yes but it's a dark dark subject i mean right. it's just incredibly
2: dark i mean
0: now mikey's it, looking at us like he's not too sure yeah
1: maybe we should tell some of these
2: lyrics oh yeah, <laughs> yeah well, well, like well with that i think you know with that era of music it was, it was changing a lot yeah From oh, yes. the bubblegum pop to where they were going more you know they they have more uh quality to the song. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. And
1: Warren, above all else, was a musician. I mean, he could right. play just about anything. Right. And uh, But Excitable Boy basically starts with a young man who's troubled with his family, and uh, he disrupts uh, the Sunday dinner, the dinner. with... dinner? Yes. And then... Pot he got, roast was on me. Yeah, he took... They <laughs> said, you know, basically it goes... And he puts the pot roast all over his chest. Excitable Boy, they all said. They're basically... There, it's it's kind of almost a uh, indictment of mental health issues yes, because it is. basically yes. this guy's showing everybody I'm nuts and everybody just saying he's just excitable Lean just him let along. him alone. let right, him yeah.
2: all
0: right.
1: let him on and uh, he goes to the movie and uh, in those days they actually had ushers or usherettes well in this one he bites the usherette's leg. <laughs> And then, but he's just an excitable It's just an excitable right, Don't get excited. Don't yeah, get excited. That's all it is. And, but then, of course, he uh, takes little Susie to the soon, to the junior prom, where he then proceeds to rape and kill her.
0: And, and build a cage with her bones. Well, that happened later. later because, that's in the leather. Because
1: after 10 years, after at, finally someone pays attention. After what he does, well, and the best line in the, in the song is, he rapes her and kills her, it's, then he takes her takes home. Takes her home. Well,
0: excitable boy, they all said.
1: He's, so then, then the final uh, uh, verse goes: uh, After ten long years, they let him out of the home, and he builds a cage with her bones because <laughs> he's still not well. He's right. still yes. There, there's like say, and and like say, I don't think Warren was subconsciously saying this is a, a an indictment of uh, you know the mental health issues, which. Warren had a few of his own oh, too. Oh, absolutely! Between yeah, the yeah. heroin and Alcohol, uh, use, alcoholism yeah, yeah. and all the other stuff he had, he had his issues. I mean, his dad—just uh, not to get off too far off subject—his dad was a gangster. Yeah,
0: an Russian. actual living gangster. Yeah, a Russian mob. Yeah.
1: Yep. And and yep. his and did, I don't know if you've ever seen another sort of a uh, throwback to uh, like a media thing—the movie *Gangster Squad* with Josh Brolin. Yeah, I'm familiar the, with the, that. Yeah. The the, the it was total BS. The story, but the guy they were trying to bring down was the mobster Mickey Cohen. Right.
0: right.
1: Well, that was actually Warren Zevon's boss. Really. The real life gangster, and he, Warren's dad was actually Mickey Cohen's best man at his wedding. No shit. They called him Stumpy <laughs> Zevon, which is a great name. That
0: is that is, a, that is a absolutely a gangster name. Uh, yes.
1: Exactly, he was he was a gangster and he was a gambler and uh, his and and again show opposites attract. His mother was a Mormon, so. Yeah. There you go. But uh, like I said, I don't think Warren uh, was, uh, you know, deliberately trying to say that. But his lyrics were deep, yes. and "Excitable Boy" was the first right. song I heard that got me excited about him. And like I said, I literally
0: probably, excited.
1: Exactly. <laughs> oh, it was so stupid. Back when I was younger, I was, I thought I was cool. I actually had an excitable boy T-shirt.
0: Oh, that that is cool. And, right. and and
1: I wish I still had it, but you know, when when you get older and things go, you know, with holes and stuff, sure. you got to get rid of them, yeah, right, right? But uh, that was sometimes, I was uh, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. But I'm walking down the I'm walking down the boardwalk in Myrtle Beach, and I'm wearing excitable. Now, excitable boy means I'm excitable, not that I will excite you, which some people didn't get. <laughs> yeah, right. Because this right. one young woman actually walked up to me, total stranger, and said, "No, you're not." Oh man! And I went. Okay, <laughs> thank you.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to say that, and I want to say, you know, if you really thought about this, excitable means you should really mess with me. But that's yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Did you
0: not listen to the song, woman?
1: Apparently not. <laughs> but like, say, uh, Jason and I, you know, we 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 became you know closer by listening to this because it's just such good music, and you can listen to his musicianship, his lyrics. I mean. And it's like I say, it's not that he didn't want to hit. It's just like some of his stuff just was not, uh, you know, hit worthy. The only really close thing he had was "Werewolves, Werewolves of London,", London yeah. which everybody yes, yes. seemed to love, and it was, you know, just. Uh, I think that was one of his true poppy songs. It, it right. really was, and not really any deeper meaning. But there it was. Yeah, know?
0: it was a hit, man, and it had that basic DCG progression. That, you know, same progression in "Sweet Home Alabama." It's a very popular hook in, in, in music. You exactly. Know? And you know, for years, When it's funny you bring that up because doing my research this week, I listened to the vinyl, Excitable Boy. I have it on, on a 180-gram vinyl press Exactly. cool thing about vinyl is you can't really skip. I mean, you can, but you got to work for it. Yeah. You can't just yeah. hit a button. In other words, it, it definitely encourages the whole album exactly. experience. Now, truth be told, Werewolves of London is one of those songs for the last... God, maybe 20 years. I've skipped over. Exactly. Y- you know, it's a little played out, and I've, I'm such a huge fan of the man. I'm like, he was so much more yeah. than this song. He he was so much deeper, so much more. But yesterday, as I put on the vinyl, and I'm doing some chores around the house, I'm doing a little cleaning, a little housework, and this and that. It comes on. I'm jamming out to it. And it's the first time I've really jammed out to that song in a long time. I'm like, it is a hit. It is poppy. And it's not Warren's fault that that was the only hit he had. Every song he ever put out should have been Exactly. In my, in my Exactly. And, uh, you know, the song that I wanted to touch on just briefly was, was the one I was just bringing up, was played all night long. Yeah. The lyrics, I, I remember when Wayne said, hey, because I'm a huge Leonard Skinner fan. Exactly. Everybody knows that. And this song touches on Leonard Skinner. So Wayne was like, hey, have you ever heard Warren's I know who is That He's like, um, you know, he goes into who he is and. And it's like you should check out this song and here, here are some of the lyrics.
1: It's dark, but it's good. It
0: right. is so dark, but at the same time, and I think that's what I love about Warren so much, man. It's not just his songwriting and his amazing
1: musicianship, exactly.
0: It's a sense of humor,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. another good thing, yeah.
0: Dark, just like my sense of humor can get kind of dark, especially when I was younger. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mellowed out my nice. age, but man, when I was younger, I was very not no subject was taboo. I mean, I would laugh at everything, I've mellowed out. Exactly. But but here are the lyrics that Wayne told me. I'm like, I'm buying that cassette tape. Cassette. Cassette tape. Um, Let's see. Grandpa pissed his pants again. He don't give a damn. Brother Billy has both guns drawn. He ain't been right since Vietnam. Sweet home Alabama. Play that dead band song. Turn those speakers up full blast. Play it all night long. I was hooked on the lyrics. Yeah. And I went and I got the cassette and I was hooked on the music. Another line in that song. um, let, Let me make sure I get this right. Daddy's doing Sister Sally. Grandma's dying of cancer now. The cattle all have tuberculosis. We'll get through somehow. <laughs> and that's it. That's yep, it, man. Yep. And, and that was his music. That that's almost it in a nutshell, man. Those are so dark. It's dark. It's
1: it's got humor. It's like you say, it's beat. dark humor, but it's we'll it's, get through somehow. Yeah, we'll get through <laughs> yeah. somehow. Yeah. And you can't think of anything more dark than that. And to play the music behind it, it was it's it upbeat. was it was upbeat. Yeah. But it was like say it was driving music. Y- it was yes. Not- and there was nothing. There was nothing, you know, sort of uh, half-assed about it. It was no. just all the way in. And uh, he did other great songs like that. I mean. Yeah. If you listen to Carmelita, oh, oh, it'll break your heart. I I saw that Gigi
0: Allen covered.
1: I heard that (laughs) one. Yes. was not a bad cover. Not bad. I'm not a Gigi Allen fan. I was not a Gigi Allen fan at all. And, you know, Gigi Allen's gone, and I would say rest his soul, but not really.
2: He wouldn't have wanted that, uh, I don't think. No. No, no. He He was against every grain. Everything. Everything. Yeah, everything. Yes. Yes. I mean, really. Yeah.
1: But like I said, his, his cover was not
0: bad. No, it wasn't, man. And, and being not a fan of G.G. G.G. Allen's one of those strange cases that I'm not a fan, I don't listen to his music, but I get it. Yeah. I do you, get it. I get it. And you can't help but it.
1: admire somebody who says, you know, this is not how I'm going to be. Yes. Right. This At is my every mindset. point in his life. So, I mean. He, yes. Like I said, don't like him, but you, know, you he, gotta sit back and say, yeah, he did it his he, way. He did
0: it his right. way, man. He, he marched yeah. to his own drummer, exactly. man, and never apologized. Hell, if anything, he was like f you while i'm doing it
1: exactly you know and that is punk that, yeah, that yeah. that's it that's exactly it but like i say when you think about another thing that uh, we're talking about hits with warren he did do a song called poor poor pitiful yeah, me that linda yeah, yeah. ronstadt actually made a hit it got some good airplay yes, i don't know how far it went up on the billboard charts but it was one of her bigger songs
0: yeah and uh something else about warren man is he did collaborate with a lot of oh. people In fact, when, you know, you brought up Mohammed's radio a little bit ago, and I don't know if you knew this or not, I'm sure you did, but, you know, Stevie Nicks is actually doing the background vocals, and not only is she in the song, but this was before Fleetwood Mac. Exactly. Yeah, they were actually roommates. Warren, Lindsay, and Stevie were all roommates before. Wayne, let me ask you about that, man. And, Mike, I, I feel like we're leaving well, you out no, a little no, bit no, here, no, brother. I, I'm I apologize looking, for I'm, that. I'm
2: learning, you know, I'm learning a lot about this because, you know. But like you get you us said, two together be, talking about Warren. Oh, yeah. Hey, it gets, <laughs> I mean, it gets pretty. Uh... Yeah, you know, some of the names that you know he's collaborated with, of course, Stevie Nicks, Lindsey Buckingham. Jackson Brown. Jackson, oh, yeah. Jackson uh, he'll bring him out. Jackson did, and
1: and you, you, you yeah. and another, I think, kind of
2: overlooked guy is Jackson Brown. He yes. had some yes. hits, but
1: he was still yeah. overlooked for his musicianship. I, I totally
2: agree, man. Very underrated. Yeah, um, very very underrated. Member of the Eagles. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, Let's see, Bonnie Raitt. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: I maybe mean, in her. LA. Yeah. And, oh, it's on the Book.
2: One of my personal favorites, and this is what gets me into it, is Carl Wilson. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah know, yes, sir. From, Absolutely. From the Beach Boys.
0: i tell you, somebody else was David Gilmore. Exactly. From boy. Pink Floyd, yeah. man. Yeah, exactly. That is a like, Transverse City. All the way. I believe it's uh... All the Way Down, or. Oh, I can't remember the name. I that can't that either. Name. It's Just on me. Transverse City. Yeah. Is the album, but I can't remember the name. All the Way Down, or something like that. It, Wonderful song.
1: But it is. And, and like you said, People who are good at what they do know other people who are good at what they do, so they they want to collaborate with them. And that's why Warren was able to do so much, because he had so many people who were music giants, and uh, they wanted to work with him. Uh, like I said, he may not have had the success they had. His tours were though good. I mean, oh. he did great tours.
0: In fact, Wayne, I believe me and you may have actually went to a Warren's show. We did. <laughs> that was one
1: of the best nights yes. we ever had. Yes,
0: it was, man. And it was and one it was
1: typical. It was a typical Warren show because we got there. It was a little place in Charlotte. It was Rockies. Rockies. It Rockies, was Rockies. It was. Yes, sir. And uh, wow. yes, yeah. we went there, and the show was supposed to start about nine. Yeah. But 9 o'clock rolls around, nothing. Comes and goes. 10 o'clock rolls around, nothing. Comes and goes. 11 o'clock rolls around. Somebody finally comes out and says Warren's, uh, it wasn't a bus. bus. It was was a bus. It was his bus. Had broken down just as he crossed the Virginia-North Carolina line. But they said he said he would be on his way. He will play. He so, we're sitting there, you know, and... and the uh, place is getting round. Oh, yeah. oh You know, and there's no seating in this place. No, this no, was just no. a club. It's a rock club, yes. So, we're sitting there, and then finally, this dude comes out. The tur- uh, yeah, yeah. It was so great. <laughs> he comes out, and he looks around. He's confused. Oh, uh, yeah. You know. I am the tow uh, truck driver <laughs> that picked up the bus for the feller that's supposed to be here he tonight. Know he was. So, he said to tell you he's ready to play. <laughs> Warren Zevin. Yeah. And just walked off the stage. That
2: was it, man. And I said, they probably
1: got him to do that yes. with a beer. Yes, yeah. absolutely, yeah. man. You know, you do this, we'll give you a free beer. Right. What oh, wow. the hell? Right. It was great. And he came out and put on a hell of a it, show.
0: And, man, it was just him. It was right. just him. Just him and an acoustic guitar and a keyboard. And, and it was awesome. Was it. it
1: was incredible. Was it. We sat there, what, almost but, an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. I would say put probably, yeah, hour and a half, too. maybe two. Maybe two hours. Maybe two. And right. we left tired, but it was a great show. It, it
0: was, man. It was one of those mind-blowing experiences, dude. And And when we
1: walked out the door, there was a broke down bus on the
0: tow truck. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, man, do you remember Jeff Kent from WRFX? to Fox came out, and he was like, "Wow, I don't think I've ever seen that many people in this place." Exactly, which surprised me because, it being Warren, I just kind of assumed that uh,
1: nobody would be there. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, really, we we were kind of we were kind of. Hoping that would it would be a good show, but an like, intimate
0: type show, maybe. an
1: intimate type show. But it was just a great show. Yeah, man. And past- you were you were awesome because you were having such a good time. And it, and our oh old God. buddy Mike Huss went with us. Yes, her. he did. Yes, sure and, did. Uh, yeah. I've seen Mike just recently. Big old Mike. He's still working hard. But uh, it was just one of those type of things where. I wouldn't trade that for the world. No,
0: that was one of my favorite members. You know, Wayne, I was actually fortunate enough, man. I got to see Warren two more times Exactly. after that. Exactly. Uh, the second time I got to see Warren was with a band. Yeah. Yeah, he actually had a band. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. It was probably my least favorite of the three. I think Warren was just going through the motions in that show. He right. didn't seem to be all in. Me and a friend of mine, David Hayes, went. I, I call I out David about every week. I'm yeah. going to call him out now. Me and him went. It was a good show. It was fun. But it just wasn't. I don't know, man. It's like he was just, it's
1: almost like he clocked in. Exactly. You know? and, and I can understand that because you look at somebody like Warren, when he's up there and he's the center of attention, which he likes. Oh, yeah. You can Absolutely. read his book and see, like I said, he did not do this just for the music. He wanted the attention. Right. And that's what I think that a lot of people don't understand. Even if you are not a huge success as a musician, you want that attention. You want that. And when he's up there and having to share it with a band,
0: it's almost like he. Once again, it was a good show, and it was great to hear those songs with a live
1: band. Exactly.
0: But I like I say, out of the three times I've seen him, twice solo, just acoustic, and then that one time with the band, it was probably my least favorite. But the last time I saw him, Wayne, uh, unfortunately, you weren't with me on this one. It was exactly one week before my twenty-first birthday. Oh yeah. The reason I remember this is because the girl that was checking my ID said, "Well, close enough." And marked me in to there go in, go. so I got to drink a beer that night. I drank one beer and I was still underage technically, but she let me in.
2: A lot more lenient, right? Oh yeah, oh, man. Oh gosh. Because yeah. sure.
0: this was back in the Stone Ages. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true, man. Oh it yeah, was. It, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I I remember it was you know a simpler as I say as they say simpler time. Simpler but. time.
0: <laughs> but I tell you, man, the greatest thing about that show. Was Warren probably talked to us as much as he played? It was very intimate, more intimate wow. than what we saw. Exactly. Because I think you know, like, you know, given that three-hour delay, you know, he had to come in there, bang those songs out, give a good show. But this last time I got to see him, unfortunately, it was the last time I got to see him. It was so intimate. He just talked to us, and he would make fun of his lack of popularity. In fact, he says, hey, guys, well, it was either this or the Waffle House. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I mean, and he, the guy could have been a comedian. He got it. He got it, man. He got it. And I tell you, everybody was loving this. That One guy in the back, some asshole, said, shut up and play. Oh, God. Brothers, y'all, it got real, and it got real, real quick. Because one was like, hey, man, fuck you. <laughs> and when he said that. The whole place got hostile. Yeah, I don't know if the guy left or what. Right, but but he shut the hell up, yeah. man. And, and yeah. Warren played the song, but he was like, "Hey, man, fuck you." And I mean, that whole place turned. I mean, it got hot quick, yeah. and it was all, all it was all against one. Oh yeah, it was it was Zavon hands
2: versus that asshole. Yeah, turning turn
0: around it. at you because the man wow. on stage just said, not only the man on stage, but Warren fucking Zevon <laughs> just said exactly. you and yeah man but it, it was a great show man because he was intimate and I love
1: it you know, when they do get great. to talk like that because Warren had stories yes <coughs> excuse me this man he wrote a song called "Rolling the Headless Thompson
0: Banner. one of my favorites
1: and it was written when he was living in Spain over an Irish bar <laughs> being run by an ex-mercenary wow. I only mean, Warren,
0: only Warren. I mean, he in
1: the he knew so many fascinating people. I mean, again, like I say this guy was on the dark side, but yes. Warren understood him, and he understood Warren, and they wrote kind of wrote that song together. That and Jungle Work. Jungle I mean, Work is a great one. Ooh, Jungle Work's one of those. If you ever, if you ever have a friend that wants to uh, do a have a good workout song in their head. That's a good workout. Play that one, man. Oh, man. I used to play that back when I was younger and could work out. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or let me just say, did work out. Did work out. (laughs) But it was one of those songs that you could just drive it. I mean, you you listen to it and it's a jamming song. It's one of his really good rocking songs. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's one of his more upbeat type songs. And oh, yeah, man, it's great. But rolling the Headless Thompson. Oh, Oh. That song. Once again, man, you know, to me, uh, I think something that makes a good songwriter is when you can listen to this song and see. Exactly. see it in your mind's eye. Right. And when you listen to he- Rolling the Headless Thompson Gunner, you see this story. It's almost like a good country or hip hop exactly. song. Exactly. How they make you see the story. And man, nobody could tell a
1: story musically better than Warren like It's like, I think a friend of mine once said uh, Warren writes soundtracks to movies that never got made.
0: That is the perfect, perfect analogy. That truly is, man. When you told me that before, and I'm like, that's it. Yeah. That's it 100%. I, I
2: think that segues segues into a, uh, another uh, friend of his. Speaking of uh, weird friends, music for soundtracks that were never made, Hunter S. Thompson.
0: Oh, you can't speak with one without speaking of the exactly. other. Exactly,
2: you can't, man. If if there's
1: nobody out there who hasn't read Thompson, my first suggestion is not his first books, but read *Fear and Loathing Fear in and Las Vegas*, first book. It will introduce you to a man who was just...
0: <laughs> and, and the movie's great. The movie's probably my yeah. favorite movie. I, I've never read the book. I've watched the movie probably a yeah. hundred times. I, I, um,
1: you, you can say a lot of bad things about Johnny Depp, but
2: he did. He nailed that, that brother. Part. That part. Awesome.
1: Him. I mean, it yeah. was just yeah. Thompson yes. out the ears. I mean, yes. everything.
2: I didn't, that, that's the thing. I didn't see Johnny Depp in that movie. No,
0: I saw Hunter Thompson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Exact, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, exactly
1: right. right. And that's another
0: great <laughs> sign of, a, of an artist, man, when exactly. you can... You know, there's very few actors that you can just kind of delight. Like, like Jamie Foxx and Ray is another example. Exactly. You, right. you, just, you forget that that's yeah. the actor, that's the person they're, yes. they're playing. And,
1: and you, yeah. you, have to, you have to admire the fact that he was able to do that, you know, the Thompson and the uh, Jamie Foxx doing Ray, that that they're able to do that without get, letting their own ego get in the way.
0: Yeah, Yeah, man, you're exactly right. <clears throat> they, they put their craft and their art first.
1: But and you, you have to admire that. I love anybody who will stand up and say, you know, this is what I'm doing and not say, Look at me first. Amen.
0: Yeah, right, right. This is Hunter Thompson portrayed by Johnny Depp. Nah, man, that's Hunter Thompson. Yeah. You by all intents and yeah. purposes for this two hours, that's what I want.
1: Exactly, and it was a great movie. Oh, it yeah. really was. Like I say, it's one of my favorites. It, 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 it. it like I say, the visuals on it were stunning. Oh. I mean, everything about it, and you, and if you've read the book and you go along with it, and you go. I remember that part. Yes. yes
0: yeah. And I'll say this much, I may or may not have done some experimenting in the 90s, may or may not, but I've heard that the things they show in that movie are pretty much spot on in real life. Exactly. I won't say 100% whether I agree with that or not, but I'm just not, I'm not going to disagree yeah. with a list of stuff like that. Well, it could be. <laughs> it could, could be. be. It could, could be. It could be. could be. Uh, but you know, Mike, you're right, man.
2: You, you well, absolutely. What was his connection? Just friends. Yeah.
1: They, they were friends. If, if, if like I say, artists and people like Warren who are... uh. Sort of at that level, they attract certain types of people at that level. If yeah. you look at somebody like you know uh, Hunter S. Thompson and his friend Johnny Depp was uh, yeah, his friend, yeah. Warren Zevon was his friend. You know Billy Bob Thornton is yes. Warren Zevon's yes, one sir. of Warren's best friends, and sure. they actually made a movie, movie. together.
0: Yes, sir, a, a, a western. western yeah.
1: believe it or not. <laughs> yes, sir. And Billy Bob played a gay gunfighter. Yeah, it was just it so right. weird, but but, right.
0: but but it makes perfect
1: sense. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. But the thing of it is, uh, I think, and if you look at some of the most interesting people, they will have the most interesting people around them.
0: Yeah, that's true. And, and I think Hunter's writing style and Warren's songwriting style were are very similar, They mesh. Right. They really do. They did. mesh, man. They're very dark, very humorous. The, the, it's almost that's the, the they, humor. Yeah, there's humor in it, but it's that dark. Like you're not getting out of here alive. Yeah. So you might as well do all the shit you want to do. Because you're not getting out. Right. You know, yeah. And, yeah. I, and that's yeah, exactly. how these guys live. That was it. You know, it's something, and I know we're jumping ahead just a little bit, but even with Warren's uh, death, you know, unfortunately he passed away in 2003. Yeah. Mesophilia, I believe yeah. I'm pronouncing that correctly, asbestos yeah. exposure. You know, he had the option to start undergoing treatment. Exactly. Or he could start working on his last album. The man being the man, he started working on his last album, and one of his only Grammy. Yeah, you know, we'll get to have. I we're we're jumping ahead a little bit. We're we're going to his end, but that was something, man, that I really respected, and I think that was just such a good capstone to his life. He's like, well, I can go get cancer treatment, or I can go make an album. He went to make the album, and a damn, damn good album. It was a a damn damn good album album. from all
1: from not only just from all the people that came to be on it with him, from Springsteen to Jackson Brown to Henley was on it, but. uh uh, the writer talk about writers. Another writer that's a uh, kind of got an odd sense of humor oh, yes. that wrote the foreword to this book, uh, Carl Hyason. My who, favorite who, author. He, yeah. he, exactly. He writes yeah. from uh, he, he's Flor he's Floridian, mm-hmm. and uh, he writes from a Florida. I mean Miami
0: Herald, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah.
1: And he's a reporter, but he writes from a Florida point of view, where like if you've ever seen the headline. Florida man uses alligator (laughs) to rob drive Yeah, which is a true headline. That's That's the way he writes from. I mean, everything about it is he takes it from a a funny point of view. I mean, a humorous point of view. And it's, like I say, dark but funny. And that's kind of like Hunter and Warren.
0: And, you know, I'm glad you brought up Hyacinth, because I'm not much of a reader, uh, you know, just in general. Uh, It's never been my main form of entertainment. But I I do, obviously, I I do read books here and there. Well, I got turned on to Hyacinth at a Warren Zevon concert. (laughs) Uh, It was when he was playing with the band. And I was talking to this guy, and we just happened to strike up a conversation. He's like, have you heard of Carl Hyacinth, I'm like, no. He was like, well, check out these books. Well, he listed all these books. The only one I remember, believe it or not, was Striptease. How did that happen? Really? But the movie Striptease with Demi Moore right. was actually based on his book, and Carl Heisen hated it because he was not a part of the creative part. They changed it all up. Yeah, it
1: was a terrible it movie.
0: It was a terrible movie. Heart, the book is phenomenal.
1: He yeah. did say, it's Heisen phenomenal. did say the only p- true part about that was when Burt Reynolds, as the crooked politician, yeah. got Vaseline and Vaseline. He said that was, book, that was actually true. In,
0: that was in his book, and that's one of the funniest yeah. parts of the book yeah. because yeah. they go into detail.
1: Exactly. And it <laughs> I mean, is hilarious. so funny. But uh, and like you say, Hyacinth is one of those type of guys that you can sort of sit there and read, and every now and then you have to put the book down and say, "Wait a what damn you minute," say,
0: or, or laugh out loud. Exactly. Right. I right. love about to laugh murder. out loud at a yeah. book I, about a murder. Exactly. I, I read a book because I won't give any spoilers, but a certain one of the books, uh, "Stormy
2: Weather." Yeah. Stormy
0: Weather. Somebody gets killed in a very fucked up way, and I mean, I'm laughing, yeah. and I'm like, "Damn, I can't believe I'm laughing at the." Dark humor, yeah. dark subject matter is funny, man. It's and once again, just like Warren's music, it, and it it all fits together that all these people would know each other and almost be clicked up in a way, yeah. you know. But uh, well, you know, Wayne, I, I also don't want to talk just about Warren, man. I like to maybe talk about some other musical greats and maybe even get Mike in on the conversation a no, little no, bit, no, you know. I'm no, no,
2: uh, no Warren. <laughs> Left and right on this. Yeah. That well, totally
0: fascinating. Well, I tell you, man, one group of people that we've already kind of touched on that I would like to speak on is, is that California music scene, when one was coming up, man. Because, you know, we talked about most of these guys already. But think about this, man. At one time in one certain part of the country, you had Warren Z-Von. Yeah. You had the Eagles. You had Jackson Brown. You had Fleetwood Mac, where the, the upstart of the most popular version of Fleetwood Mac was Steve right. Lindsay. You know, obviously Fleetwood Mac had been around Previously,
1: right. But they were about to come into their new level. It was a huge metamorphosis from where they originated. Yes. Huge.
0: And, and, you know, a lot of those come from a person that I didn't want to speak on just a little bit at, from that scene in that era. And that's Graham Parsons. Oh, yeah. You know, Graham Parsons from the Flying Burrito Brothers and the Birds and, and solo work as well. Mike, are you familiar with Graham? Because no. I just recently got turned on to Graham like within the
1: last few years. Really? Graham is one of those forgotten geniuses. He really is. The, I mean,
0: Wayne Sis tried to tell me about Grand Parsons when I was seventeen years old, and I just kind of went in at one ear and out the other. I got turned back on like I should listen to Wayne when I was seventeen.
1: But it's (laughs) he's like say anybody that was in music at that time, like you say, in California or in Nashville. Nashville, yes, sir. He was big in Nashville. Yes, was, was so influenced by him, and he was influenced by everybody else. He had this genius for music. For, uh, not just for music, but for style. Style, man. And, 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 like I say, it's just a shame that he went so early. early I mean, as he did.
0: But Wayne, will not you tell me and Mike, because I know you probably know a little bit more about this story, because I remember you telling me this back in, in the country corner days. What's the story with his casket?
1: Oh, well, <laughs> a, after his untimely demise, this there, he
2: died earlier. Oh, right? yeah. Yes, it was,
1: yes, it was yeah. so sad. Yes. Uh, he, he, after this, he passed, uh, his uh, bandmates decided hey, this is not for him you know this is not this is not our pal we don't we do not want this to become sort of like you know Jim Morrison's grave in Paris where there's everybody out there Spray laying paint, yeah, yeah doing yeah, crap yeah, yeah. so they, Band- dug yeah. the cemetery, they dug him up from the cemetery drove him out into the desert under the Joshua trees and set the casket ablaze
0: and set it on fire wow <laughs> yes man now, there's a movie about oh, this, yeah. it yeah. Awesome yeah.
1: Movie. Yeah, oh yeah it it's awesome movie who was in this? i can't remember Man, I don't ever do. And I can't even remember the title, but it's a good movie. The visuals on that really make it stark, but it's good. (laughs) It is great. But I mean, you think about you know the your friends that have that much love for you that would do that for you
0: that they're going to go up here, dig you up to go burn you, and they didn't get to do it though,
1: right? It didn't work out. It it was it was it was. (laughs) There were some pharmaceuticals and alcohol involved, so it was not a complete. (laughs) I it, think they tried to burn the whole
0: coffin, and the yeah. coffin wouldn't catch fire. Well, or see, they,
1: or? they assumed it was a wooden coffin, which yeah, it was yeah, not. It was a, yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to sort of give them, yeah. uh, you know, negative <laughs> points on that for not realizing this, this ain't wood, guys. Yeah, things
2: have changed <laughs> yeah. since <I> mean,
1: <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you drop them in back in the old days, yes. you know that. Some guy with some plywood, but mm-hmm. oh, all pine oh to pine say it. old pine box. Old pine box. They yeah. had they had misinterpreted the old pine wow. box. But I just thought that was one of the most rock and roll stories. It is, and the simple yeah. fact of the matter is that you know the attempt was made, but I, I, you got to give them credit for making oh, it, too. Yeah. And like I say, yeah. being yeah, there
2: for effort, being <laughs> that
1: unsober and all. <laughs> Wow! And didn't they have to travel? Oh, it was it, a long way. It was almost—I don't think it was actually cl- cross-country. No, but it man, was, it was—it was a good four
0: oh man. Like they they buried him and drove him like for miles. Oh yeah, miles this was to do this thing with a wow. dug-up body or a dug-up casket, man. I just
1: thought that was so. Yeah, I'm glad they did not up. take him out. That would have yeah, been even worse. That, but, that,
0: that would have kind of ruined the legacy a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that would have
1: know. just been bad, you know, with a weekend at Bernie's kind of yeah. you know, like. <laughs> Weekend at Grams, yeah. You know. yeah. But I mean,
0: <laughs> one more encore. Wow, <laughs> the
1: greatest angel. I I, uh, I understand that there's a lot going on in uh, the world today, in rock and roll and stuff like that. But the the stories back in the day seem to have a little bit more style to yeah. them.
0: And romanticized. It romanticized. Well, yes, I guess yes. it, over
1: the years, anything historically can look funny or good. I mean, like I said, uh, you just want to to sort of get the the the. Flavor of that time period of just what was going on because yeah. there were some really great people, really great music yes. going on. I mean, you look at somebody like, uh, like I say, Don Henley and the Eagles oh, the when Eagles, they were out. Yes. When when they were first starting, you know, they were looked down upon, yep. uh, and it just amazes to me that so many people uh, started off with such low expectations. I mean, and see how far they came. Exactly. Up, and you know the Eagles, like
0: people hate the Eagles. Man. Oh yeah, I have friends of mine who absolutely despise the Eagles. Exactly. I'm like, how can you hate the Eagles, man? I love the freaking Eagles. It's man. it's, it's, you know it's I mean? almost
1: like they're Nickelback. Yeah, Ooh, well, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, but exactly. That, there it is, wow. you know.
0: It, you know, me and Mike, a lot of times in our wrestling conversations, you know, there's some wrestlers we really like and and look up to. That a lot of other people in these communities kind of look down upon. Dusty Roads is is our main uh, our main example with this. And you know, I think the Eagles and Dusty can be put in the same category. Exactly. Is that like people do tend to hate on greatness? They right. just do. Um, they oh, pay, yeah. I think people yeah. like to be different. They like to be against the grain. You know, well, no, nah, f the Eagles. You know, because I
2: like you know some obscure band you'll never hear right. again. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a whole, you know, hipster. It, uh, it trick, is. You know. It, it kind of. is Cena. Cena's another Cena, guy. in oh, wrestling. Perfect, you know, perfect. This guy's over, and we're gonna hate it. Yeah, it just, just simply because. because every because he's successful, I, I, and you know, I, it's, I, it's, I saw Ricochet. I, I like Ricochet. I saw Ricochet before anybody ever saw, saw Rick it. Yeah. Ricochet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah.
0: Exactly, man. Yeah. It's just hating on that greatness, man. And uh, not, not Also, I get. Man, people have their tastes. You know, I mean, there's some equal songs I'll skip. You know, but all in all, man, yep. I, I love the freaking Eagles. I love Jackson Brown, you know, oh, just yeah. going back to that that era and that style.
2: Jackson had it's, a great it's, style. It's the Beach Boys. Yeah. That era. Oh, fuck you man. know, from where they went from, I uh, still love, you know, the bubblegum pop sure. that they did. Boy band. Know, all old school boy band. Pretty much. You know, that was, you know, basically, yeah. But was, they played their own instruments, and, you know. But, you but know, look at the talent the 70s yeah. to where... They were experimenting. Yes, man. They were really getting into, you know. Some psychedelics of, was yeah, coming in. They were experimenting with everything. Music
1: and yeah. music. There's no denying the talent there. I mean, this incredible voices and musical ability is just amazing. And
0: Pet Sounds,
1: come on. I mean, Pet Sounds
0: is a freaking masterpiece,
1: man. Anybody that doesn't have that in one of their top ten lists of albums is crazy. And,
0: and, I mean, and that's one of those, like, I'm not a huge Beach Boys fan. You know, honestly, I mean, I'm not going to put in Surfing USA, you know, in my spare time. But I might put Pet Sounds on in my spare time. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing, man. That album trans you know transpired everything and like
1: I say it was not just so much that it was just uh you know brian wilson doing his own thing but it was just so much of him saying let's push it a little bit let's push a little bit
0: let's get out of this comfort zone
1: exactly and and Sometimes, if you go out of your comfort zone, you fail, which is not bad. I hey mean, man, Kansas City's failed. Exactly. I mean, really. But All I right. think this on this, he just
2: knocked it out of the park. Oh, yeah, I mean, man. just astounded.
0: Hey, and we're still talking about it right now. Exactly. Right. You yeah. know, and I mean, that's a great example, Mike. And
2: another band, you know, that kind of, you know, I don't want to say, you know, they were in a race or anything, but uh, the Beatles. Oh. Know, they they, they, they seemed to. Who I consider to be, the same way. I yeah. consider
0: them to be the first boy band. Exactly. You know, and I love the And I don't and mean that in a bad way. No. I mean, I mean that but in a positive way. It was like
2: the seventies, hit, and they, they kind of they went to exactly. Yeah. Experiment. Yeah. Yes. Let's, uh, let's make, let's make good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's, not, let's take not some. That, You know, acid, we, and let's see what we can do. Exactly. Not yeah. you know not to sell you know records and make the record company you know they lots quit, of money. They quit touring. You know,
0: the Beatles actually right. stopped touring. They're like we're going to concentrate on our albums. Yep. You know, and my
2: God, look what we got.
0: I mean, we got Revolver. I mean, you know, all the way up to you know Sergeant. All the way up to Let It Be.
2: Yeah, I mean, I love that stuff. Yes, it's, man, it's great. White album, the you wild know, And then you talk about attracting, you know, attracting characters and like Charlie like Manson. Charlie Manson. <laughs> which you know hey and brian, there was a connection there between you know him and brian wilson wilson no, yeah uh, Dennis yeah. wilson I'm yeah, sorry. Well, sorry, yeah it was Dennis, yeah, Dennis yeah. Right. Wilson. Right, right. and it's just there's it a whole another story in that and you yeah. know what man i almost see if
0: you guys agree with what you're saying mike is something that we ought to maybe talk about sometimes how this music can have a negative
1: exactly sometimes
0: influence on people exactly. you know um and I think the Charlie Manson thing is a damn good, you know, even kind of going into the heavy metal years. Exactly. You know, we started seeing some of that stuff come around, especially like with, now, obviously, the satanic stuff, you know, was really blowing out, and that was all. I think all. A little bit of propaganda yeah, to, to sell albums, oh yeah. you know. And but it so did it, have some to negative make it a
2: little dangerous. Little, yes, yes. A little dangerous. dangerous. You, you know, we've got to have it. Parents hate it.
0: I always say, man, the best thing ever happened to Ozzy was those suicides. As it's, it's sad as it is, I don't mean that to be. I think it
2: may have been a bat more than the suicides. Know, the bat. Oh, you know, oh the yeah, dog, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah, right. with the bat and the doves and everything. The biting the, the, bite it, the right. heads <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah, know, Because nobody talks now even with suicides. Nobody brings that up but they will bring up battery time that yep. bat and, and
0: you know Priest maybe had gotten a little bit more for, for us so, and man I'm not trying right. to make light of this so I hope people out there listening understand I'm not making light but I, I swear to God it was it was publicity sure. and it was they the were? kind of publicity that, that sold albums Man, yep. it was it made it dangerous
1: like Sad. I said you know I think music can influence you to a good or bad degree. Absolutely, I've I've spent many nights, you know, feeling depressed, listening to the good music to bring me out of it. Yes, sir. And I've also heard a song that will just, you know, all of a sudden will just remind Put me you of something back here. and break me down. Yes, but sir? it's 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 all in how yeah. you're able to deal with it. And I'm not I'm not again I'm not making light of anything people go through because I have had you know people I've known who have taken their lives, and you right. you sit there and you say. What could I have done, or right. what happened? What caused this? But at, at at most, it's usually a mystery. I mean, it it, is. it's usually yeah. just and, and, so and you deep, can't you man. can't put a you can't put a measurement on what someone's either physical or psychological pain You're is right. and how much they can just take. You, I mean, really. But like I say, I I think yep. music can 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 influence you but i don't think it can be the actual causation
0: right right okay. but it can definitely push you in any way i mean it's right. the same thing man like let's take you know working out in the gym you exactly. know, earlier i mean if you're going to get in that gym you're probably going to be in there anyway but let's face it man you put on some scorpions or something that's going to help you go a little bit you know it's going to help a little you acdc on. yeah oh yes yes sir thank you thank you uh, and you know kind of talking about a negative influence now I'll go ahead and speak on this a little bit. I don't want to touch on it too much because I don't want to get too controversial. But I'm, I'm a huge hip-hop fan, especially back from the 90s on into to the right. early 2000s. Man, I've kind of gotten out of it recently. I'm not a much in you know, the recent. But one thing I'll say about old-school hip-hop, it, as much as I love it and as much as I think those messages and a lot of things said needed to be said, because let's face it, man, NWA, public, especially Public Enemy, now these are kind of different, you know, obviously. NWA is a little bit more street, where Public Enemy is a little bit more political. But they both were saying things that need to be said. But once you start getting that gangster stuff, man, and once you start pushing those limits, well, you can't go back. Yeah. you got to keep pushing yeah. forward. Yeah. And I do think a lot of the hip-hop stuff could get pretty negative, man. When you're talking about drive-bys and, you know, sometimes rapes, I mean, they're, 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 there's yeah. pretty yeah. negative stuff. But at the same time, a lot of the stuff that these bands were, or groups were talking about were stuff they were seeing every day, like country music. You know, a lot of people don't understand when I'm over here, like, hey, y'all don't see how hip-hop and country are so similar. You're crazy. It's on the opposite ends of the spectrum. I have people, nah, man, it's about what's really going on, you know. Now, some of the poppier stuff, yeah, it kind of, you know, it loses its soul, I think, a little bit. Right. But I just kind of wanted to bring up hip-hop briefly, you know, just because we're talking about negativity and positivity. And it's one of those, you know, hip-hop is one of those genres that kind of did both. Because you had to bring out the negativity that these people were witnessing every day in their life. And the best way to do it is through music. But then it can popularize that negativity. So we got to be cool, man. And you got to be able to, I guess, distinguish reality from the entertainment. Yeah. You know, just like with a yeah. horror movie, you can't go put on a hockey mask and go out killing people. Exactly. Same thing, you can't listen to an N.W.A. album and right. go out and start doing drive-bys. Well, yeah. You know, things like this.
2: Yeah. And, and well, and you saw that a lot with, you know, like you said, you started seeing it more in the 90s. Uh, some in the '80s, but mostly in the '90s and the 2000s, where it, you know different genres of music. Right. So you're hip hop, uh, you're your emo. Right. Um, I would even say to a certain point, country in there. Uh, because if you ever seen somebody wearing you know cut off blue jeans and cowboy boots, that's country. That's country. That's country, that's man. Country. Yeah, yeah. But it, it is, start it. taking all on that lifestyle. Yeah, you're
0: yeah. right, man. Yeah, yeah. You're. Right. It's almost like hip hop kind of brought that street to the main street right you know it's almost like it brought the back street to the main street you know and it it really did and i mean the thing is man that back street was always around you know but but i do think us as a society we do have to be cool with where we start drawing the lines because man we are influenced by our music you know hey man when we were coming up we were the metalheads metal heads. we had yeah. long hair yeah, i wore absolutely. black t-shirt you know wayne remembers yeah. that oh, yeah. yeah you all know ridiculous. yeah you know when i first yeah. met wayne i had hair down you start taking on that lifestyle you, you start emulating the music and you know metal can be pretty damn negative too it can you know it absolutely can be negative i, I was kind of picking on hip-hop but let's be honest man you can't listen to a metal right. album and go out here and cannibalize people you know i mean you can't do it you can't do it people they, you they know, upon yeah yeah we don't like that you know uh but but it's just it goes to to show how important music is, man. Not just to us individually. Cause like you said, Wayne, I, I'm the same way, man. I can be depressed. I can put on a song and man, it can bring me up. I can be in a good mood. I can put on something and it'll take me back to a moment. That just broke my heart. You know, there's certain Warren Evon songs, man. "Hasten Down the Wind" got me oh, yesterday, Wayne. I, I was doing my research. It's a wonderful song, Mike. You ought to check it out. It's a beautiful something we didn't talk about. Warren Evon, is his ballads. Oh yeah, and how beautiful he could write songs, it was, man.
1: And and sing them too. He had a he had an unusual Very voice. But it was unusual. a great voice. I mean, I like his. The, I, I, I like his the voice. sound, the timbre of his voice. I really do. Some people do not, but you, you know, you just have to sort of. Give it a listen. He's when not he's, for everybody. He's not for, again, and like I say, I, I never ever want to say you have to like something. Me either, Me because either. you don't. Right. But just you know, give it a chance. If you don't like it, fine. And,
0: and you All know right. what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give somebody a shout out. And Mike, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, man, I've been a little slack with giving our shout outs on the podcast. That changes today. Yeah. Uh, I I got slack as hell this week, man. Oh man, I, yeah. Anyway i got to give a shout-out to Chad Jefferson, oh, yeah. a friend of all of ours. We all know Chad. Everybody at this table knows Chad. Well,
2: that was that was a topic I was going to go into next. Uh, actually, you know, speaking of Chad. Chad's birthday yesterday. Yeah, it was all Chad. Right.
0: Yes. Right. yes. Happy birthday, Chad. Uh, yes. Chad, I did not say, I meant to send him a message, and damn, I forgot. Uh, you're earlier.
2: talking about meeting Wayne for the first time at Country Corner. first time I met Wayne was at Discworks. What? Yeah. what? What was Discworks? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What's Discworks? It was very own first-ever Music store Bullshit uh, Lington never I'm had a ta- music I'm store I'm talking about Neil's music I'm not talking You mean it. like a CD store Absolutely No <laughs> yes, Not Lington. uh uh-uh. Yep
0: Man uh, I gotta be honest with you Mike since you're here, Wayne, something that used to piss me off about some of my friends on LinkedIn—they would steal oh, from Discord, oh, yeah. which is why Discord's had to go out of town. Now these are the same assholes who bitched about having to drive to freaking Gaston, your Hickory to Hickory. buy their music. Yep. Well, now you have to drive five minutes when else could steal from them? Yeah. Motherfuckers, yep. man. I, they only told me that that's one what, time. That's I what had what one they person. What you
2: bitching about? Yeah. And I'm like, I gotta drive all the way out here to steal something. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, man. Yep. But, uh, but Discord was awesome, man. Yeah. we tried we you really did. Did. It you was, did it was you. it was thank beauty, you for it was it was an awesome place oh yeah. my god it was such an awesome place and i would i would stand there for probably about an hour maybe even oh. a few hours just digging for industrial goth this anything stuff you like you couldn't that. really find in a, you anywhere could, else it man. was, it was just imports i'll, I'll yeah. never forget yeah. Yeah. i still have yes. a lot of this stuff yes in there in the office yes you know ministry imports you know it had three track import of uh nwo yeah man yeah i remember that because dude we jammed the shit out of that yeah because it had that extended the extended uh, uh, yeah. extended mix of yes. the nwo oh my god we would play the hell out oh. of yeah. that man yeah dude and i had i had a
0: friend that worked there named wayne sisk and he would hook me up with posters i still had that warren Zevon poster I this man yeah. hooked me up with a warren Zevon. will's opinion oh yeah it? But uh, it got messed up over the years, and it got kind of screwed up, but...
1: Just like Warren.
0: <laughs> just like <laughs> <laughs> But the cool thing about it, man, it was double-sided. One was the Mutineer album, and yep. on the
1: back was Old Velvet Nose.
0: Old yep. Velvet Nose was intact. I was able to cut it out and print it, and I have it framed in my room today. There you go. I still have that. There you go. The one I missed was that Van Halen poster you hooked uh. me up with. Chris Rons, another shout-out to Chris Rons. He's got it somewhere. It's, it's floating around somewhere. Yeah
1: this uh, D- works was great. uh uh it was it was a dream of a friend of mine Scott Beal who's no longer with us yes, rest in peace and uh he 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 wanted to have a place where people could get music back in people don't remember back in the day when music was uh on a, a an item yeah, i mean physical physical it, it is item physical, yes and and you know you can't I, I, i'm not going to be you know you know uh, an old fogey and say oh, i miss those. i kind of do but I like the fact that you can get music you want now yeah, at, yeah. A, at a touch of a button. Yeah, I, I like that. It is, but uh, back in the day, th- even with albums and and CD packets, you got the artwork, you yeah, got the liner lyrics, lyrics, man. lyrics, yeah, yes. the lineup of the uh, of the uh, you know the artist playing, yes. you know the guests playing on it. And I miss that. And and we we tried to make it a place where every kind of music, every yeah. kind of music was included. We had you know, like you said death metal we yeah. had uh, you know uh hardcore rap we yes, had you did. the yeah. best
0: rap shit i got at Discord. the thing yeah, of it is, and, and i actually yeah.
1: had a parent come to me one time angrily saying my son who is 14 years old bought this from your location and it has a parental advisory on it and my only question was where the hell were you where, where are you right? at yeah i said i am not his parent right. and yeah. he said he said well it's against the law i said no it's not I said, and i said this and i'll say this to this day if they had made a law that said i cannot sell that to your child i will you not cuz right. i'm not going to do it but if your child is in there with money i figure that child you know where your child is yeah, you're right. supposed to yeah. you should yeah. but like i say it's is Great music stores are gone. I really miss them because, like you said, you could go in there and find and look, and yeah. and it was not so much the music; it was the adventure of the search or yeah, or meeting man. people. Atmosphere. That, it was exactly yes, yep. Yep. meeting yep, people exactly. that knew about the music and talking and about. It. Yes. I mean, that's that's one of the best things that Jason and I ever did to get become friends was All talking right. about music. All yeah, right. I mean, sure we worked together, but I mean. You got something I, to talk about? Yeah, I know something? a lot of people that I have worked together that I was never friends with. Right. You know, just, exactly. And, and you have to have a common interest or common ground. Yeah. Exactly, man. And just be good people, man. And
0: uh, You know, one thing I was going to bring up about Chad, and I'm glad you brought discourse, because yeah. <laughs> well, before I bring but Chad back up, let me tell you my favorite discourse story. Wayne told me this one. I don't know if you remember this or not. Now, I wasn't there for it, but once again, being a hip-hop fan, I was a really huge Eazy-E fan. You know that, man. I used to jam Eazy-E all the time. Well, he had a song out called Real Motherfucking Gs, mm-hmm. okay? Do you remember this Wayne? <laughs> okay. Well easy had to spell it with a PH instead of an F. Wayne, do you wanna tell the rest off? Okay, all right. Well we coming in and I think I'm even asking for it or looking at it. Wayne's he's like, Yeah, I had a guy in here the other week or the other day was uh, said, Hey man, uh is this real mother real mother pahuckin' <laughs> He called it mother pahuckin'.
2: I
1: laughed about that for did a whole Didn't he, did he have
0: a friend with him? Yeah. And the friend was like, shut up, man. Yeah, you're making us look bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got on to him. <laughs> you had to get on to him about it, man. I, I thought, love that. That was, that was one of the best stories.
1: Oh, God, I love that. Well, well, i sure, you sure you got so Hey,
2: you yeah. know. How about this Nian album? Nian, yeah, yeah. Nian. The Nine Inch Nails. Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor. Oh, Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor. Trent oh, album. <laughs>
1: I actually had a young she, woman come in to buy the out. She wanted to buy the single of the song, uh, "Closer." Yeah, yeah, with the line in it, and she didn't know the name of it. And she was just this, just this adorable little girl. And you know, she must have been about like nineteen or twenty. And I'm this lecherous old man. And she comes <laughs> up to me, and she goes. And she's looking at a friend. Her friend's going, and she goes. <laughs> finally, she goes. Uh, I want to. You like an animal? And I said, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Can you repeat that? Right.
1: And I said, Army as, miss. I said a little slower, a little breathier in this area. Yeah. And this is the day. This is the day. The, the this day it the day. happens. The day it happens. And, and and you know, like I said, those kind of things were just so funny. I had a lady come in one time, and this was I, this is one of my prouder moments. Like I said, this was the days before you had, uh, you know, uh, what is it? The Songs, the apps where you can listen to a song and tell you what it is. What are those?
0: Oh, oh like Shazam? Shazam, thank you. Stuff like that, right. This right. was in the
1: days before Shazam, and we had no real computers back then. Right. This was in the right. 90s. And people would come in and give us lyrics, and we'd have to try to figure out what songs they were talking about. And this lady came in, and she's, and she's telling me the word Tougaloo. Tougaloo. And I'm, hmm. I'm stumped, and then finally it dawns on me. Do you mean Tupelo? And she goes, yes. I said Tupelo, honey. She goes, yes. I said Van Morrison. Ah, Heard it. living that's encyclopedia. About, you know, that's. I said Wayne Sis
0: is a an encyclopedia. Yeah. My God. Yeah.
1: We had another gentleman come in. It was a day where I was. We used to sell tickets in there for concerts. Yeah, sure damn did.
0: I love that. And I was selling tickets like
1: crazy. I don't know. I don't remember what concert it was. I don't. It might have even been a Tom Petty, another great artist. Oh yes, a a Tom Petty concert that was coming to town. And there was a man over there at at one of the other aisles talking to one of the other workers. I think it might have been Chad. And he's giving him the lyrics, and it's and he's going, and uh, Chad's going, "Say it again." He goes, "What would you say?" What would you say? What would you say? What would you say? And then we finally re- realized he was something about that Dave Matthews song, What Would You say? say. And I, it's I, all I, in I, the <laughs> way you say it. It's all in the way you say it. Yep. It is.
0: It yep. really is. Yep. And, you know, one thing I was going to say about Chad, uh, before the, the original thing I was going to say uh, when it comes to Warren's Yvonne, we all know Chad, Chad Jefferson, very well. Mm-hmm. Chad's pretty open-minded with music, mm-hmm. man. He will give everything a chance, man. In fact, uh, another reason why me and Chad have been friends for so long is our love for music. Could not get into Warren. Nope. I tried, man. I hooked him up with a CD. He hollered that's at wild. me. that's strange. Yeah, he was like, brother, I just I not cannot that. get yeah. into it. But he gave it He gave it a chance, yeah. man. That's what I love about Chad. He, he's open-minded, but it just, once again, man,
1: wasn't his thing. But now know? another thing I got Chad into that you might be surprised about is the original blues singer, uh, Robert Johnson. Oh, yeah, the Crossroads. Oh, right. Crossroads. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. I got Chad to listen to that, and I would come into the store on days where we, you know, Chad would be there by himself, and he'd be playing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how much he liked it because, you know, if if nobody's out there has heard of Robert Johnson, you should because, right. like I say, he's one of the icons of legend, American music and legend. And uh, he, it, you know, everything about his story is so bizarre and everything, but it's just awesome. And like I say, if you get into it, and like I say, there are other people that never got into Robert. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. But you and I remember one time playing it, and it was a young. Lady, <laughs> young lady I was seeing at the time and we broke up soon after this but uh she goes she goes when is this noise going to stop get out woman and at Let's some point out. at some point I think it was first thing that flashed through my head was Damn. after we're done get out But <laughs> right
2: you're right. here for fifteen to twenty more minutes. <laughs> oh, five, <to> 10. five. <laughs> it's so strange because I, I think I think back on that, and it, it was right around two thousand that a movie came out that that I was like, wow, that's 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 that the experience, you know. And that was High Fidelity. Uh-oh. Oh yes. When High Fidelity yeah, yeah, yes. came, I was like, oh yeah, my god, he, it he transfer, you know, it transformed me back to that time. That, yes. You know, it was just like, okay, this is good music. You don't like this music. Get, get out. out, get out, I'll see it That was, I'm sorry to say, that was Discworks <laughs> yeah, we, yeah.
0: we were snobs all to be darned was, but, but that's the thing that though, crazy. man, but that's why I loved it, man Because yeah. we could
1: always be snobby
0: together, man, you know it's
1: like. Women women would come in with their daughters looking for the newest boy band sensation Get the hell out of here we just sort of look at them like, Really? Yeah, really? well, we
0: got the new skinny puppy album. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know? yeah.
1: Yeah. How about the
0: butthole surfers? Right yeah, on? yeah, we we'll we'll go, got some good stuff here. Gigi Allen, press oh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: yeah. Your 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 tiny little daughter should listen to she G. Was G. One G.G. Allen. Oh, no, G.G. <laughs> Allen, no, no, that's so bad, but, <laughs> well, but that'd be great. We were sno- we were snobs. I will say this. I'm sad. I'm sorry to say this, but we were snobs. <laughs> we were, and we. we <laughs> We, See, I think you just—you were more tuned in, man. Yeah. I,
0: I, th- I don't think it's being snobbish. Yeah. I sitting there being tuned yeah, in. Yeah, I'm yeah. sitting
1: there watching High Fidelity and going, oh my God, that's <laughs> yeah. us. Uh, so, that's yeah. us. Yeah. But it is. Yeah. I mean,
0: and I'm the same way. You know, it, and the older I get, man, the more open-minded I try to be about different st- styles of music. Obviously, we all like different things. And you know, pump music one oh, yeah. that I've talked about. I don't get into pump, but man, I get it. Yeah. I totally understand why people do, man. It's raw, it's organic, it's real. Yeah. Just not for me, man. But uh, yeah, I just think it's hilarious that, we're all kind of uh,
2: maybe a little elitist, too. <laughs> <I mean>, exactly. <laughs> and then, and then, just to put yeah, it out and there. And that was exactly. Not, that was one of those things that was brought up in that movie. You, know, you guys are snobs. You're a music elitist. The, yeah, I kind mean, of. Or, yeah, yeah, but I mean, we also know what's good. Right. And
0: what yeah, and that's the
1: point. Yeah, that is yeah. the point,
0: I but think. And it's also knowing that even though you don't like, once again, I'll use punk music as an example. Even if, like me personally, I don't like it, but I get why you do. So I'll I, I, well, honestly looking at me like, hey, man, I hear you on that. I don't hear it myself, but I hear you, but maybe you going to come in here with some like little Yahtzee shit or something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> get, once again, get the hell out, <laughs> God bless you, but get the hell out, yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, maybe yeah. one day you'll figure it out, but, uh, oh, I mean, it's almost like the big Lebowski, Oh, with, yeah. with, with the Eagles, you know, I always go back, Fat me and a friend of mine were on Facebook, because he doesn't like the Eagles, and we made a little Eagles reference, so I am like, get the fuck out of my cab, yeah. you know, just like in the big Lebowski, yeah. oh, come on, man, not the Eagles, I hate the fucking Eagles, yeah. get Bug out of my cab, you know, and I feel like that. I mean, exactly. you know, seriously, it's
1: it's it's like-, it's like I say, it's. I understand you want to know what's good, but you have to sort of. You know, understand other people have different sure, tastes. Absolutely. But like I say, we were snobs. Well, it's not our fault that their tastes suck. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You you were you were obviously that's brought true. up wrong. Yes, that's yes.
2: Somebody, your parents failed
0: yeah. somewhere in your upbringing you know
2: <laughs> and, but you know <laughs> what a great place. I mean yeah, just, Discourse uh, that was that awesome, was, man. That was the feel, man. That uh, was the atmosphere. It was just, everything about it was And knowing the fantastic. people that worked there
0: just made it that much better. Yeah. And you know, Wayne, you brought up the ticket master, I love that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about age. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, We could, we could Plus, yeah, sell yeah, tickets. you tickets. Right. Yeah, You didn't have to camp out. You didn't have to wait. All uh-huh. I mean, you could just, now, there were a couple of tickets there. It'd be, it'd be jamming. Yeah. There, yeah. there was yeah. a couple of times yeah. we did have to wait in line, but there was a couple of times I got Skinner tickets up there. Oh, yeah. I went straight up. Hey, Wayne, give me a couple of tickets. Yeah, here yeah. you brother. And done yeah. and done. The
1: yeah. thing of it is, like, when you have a long line for anything, like, we used to sell, back in the day, uh, tickets for... The Hornets and the Panthers.
0: Oh, okay, right.
1: Because they were available on ticketmaster before they uh, right. before computers became making it easier, of course. Right. Which you know you gotta you gotta admire that now. Sure. But uh, the thing of it was, people w- did not understand the concept. They thought I had like a stack of tickets behind. Oh
0: yeah, you just hand them out. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> this was actually being printed up on a computer. Yeah. yeah. And I'd say, all right, I have two in row twelve center aisle. Got anything close? No, I don't. <laughs> Can you check? How do I do that?
2: <laughs> it's like, you tell me. I you said, tell me.
1: seriously, how do I do that?
2: You well, you got any in the back? Yeah, 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 seriously, man. Give me the ones you got. Yes.
1: Come on, man. Oh, damn. And I'm sitting there it's and like the I'm going, 70s. I'll go like this. I'll go, look, I said, if I let these go, they're gone. I said, because you have to realize they're being sold at every ticket master right. around North Carolina right. at this very same time. If you want them, fine. If I let them go, they are gone. And they could not they could not grasp yeah. that. They still had that mentality of physical
0: things. Yeah. In other words, that you have them printed out. You know yeah. if you yeah. have the betters. It's almost like the the best milks at the back. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, but it's not yep. like that. That's <laughs> right. You know? That's right. I mean, seriously, though, it's not like that. Um, I love that. But, you know, man, it, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about, like, with the physical media. Yeah. And, you know, Wayne, Mike, that's something that I do miss. I do... Like the convenience uh, uh-huh. of our modern yeah. music consumption, I do like just being able to go online and just buy a song or an album, you know, and have it immediately. Yeah. But man, there was something about—and I know Mike in the podcast—we're probably going to talk about back in the day. I'm sure we're going to do some uh, a lot of shows on that. But man, there was something almost real, uh, like a ritual. Like, you
1: go to the
0: music, especially, like, back in our day, because we always went together. we go as a group of people. You never went
1: to the music store by yourself. Never. never,
0: Unless it was, like, an honest guy, Exactly. I want to go in and get this one CD, and and go. But, man, usually it was, let's make a day of this. Exactly. And you you would search. You would
1: look. Yes. What's this? Have I heard
0: of this? Yes. Yeah, you would go through everything. Yeah. Not just go to get. No, I mean, there would be that occasional time, well, I want this new Van Halen album, for instance. You know, the new one. I'm going to Discworld's Balance. When that happened with Balance, I went and I got it you know but usually man it was like we would go together our friends would go and like you said man we had talked to the people that worked there yeah. you know you go through every single cd hey did you get any new imports in this week?
2: one of the few places you could get imports, imports was, was man, discourse. that was so important yes I mean, to me but yeah it's just you know getting all the nine snails all the halos yeah every halo that was put out so I wanted to hear everything, and, and <laughs> there's like this big, like, anal retention thing. I had to listen to, you know, oh. everything, every mix that he did of every song Absolutely. that was on that that Downward Spiral album. Because I had I, to have it. Because I know, Mike, you were much more into,
0: like, the industrial scene. I always liked industrial music, but you turned me on to industrial, mm-hmm. you know, and I loved what you turned me on to, but I know you was always more into it. And really, man, it, I don't know if people out there listen to understand the importance of the imports to the industrial yeah. scene, especially somebody getting into DJing or just into the club scene or, or just the music scene in general. Because you couldn't get them at, at, at your Camel music or Camelot music. You had to go to Disc Works, man, yeah. or, or a, a store like yeah. that that dealt in these things, man. It was a big deal. Is what I'm trying to say, man. It yeah. was a big deal when you had these imports, you know. Um, but yeah, man. I fantastic mean, fantastic
2: place. It was just. It's a shame that you know yeah, everybody had to had to ruin that. It is, it is. Man. But after after Lincoln, you guys mostly went to
1: we went to Huntersville, right? And to the shopping center that's still there on Sanford yep. Road, the Target, and we were right in between the uh, frame shop yep. and the Great Clips, and we had a really good time there too. Y'all was there for for a little while? We were there we? for about we the year two thousand when the downloads really started. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We really. We did okay, and then when two thousand hit, we could just sort of see the the, the bottom drop yeah. off. We moved one more time to a smaller little shopping oh, center. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, we moved over to uh, into Cornelius, uh, into a little shopping center yeah. there. We we no, made remember, it much. I
2: remember Cornelius.
1: We made it about half the size of this store now. Right. And we just tried to just tried to hang on, and it just just, just could. couldn't do it. It was a dying industry, man. It really was. It really was. And was. the sad part about it was we would have people. <laughs> Uh, who would go to the Target just around our corner and buy a CD from them? Now, I will admit we had to because of, like you say, the imports and the other things yeah. we had. We had to have a slider, well, yeah, bigger man. markup. Sure. Well, you also get them in bulk. Exactly. Like these big stores do either. Exactly. Know. But they would buy a CD from Target at thirteen dollars and seventy-seven cents. They come back and see we were selling it for fourteen seventy-seven. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sorry, I just don't think that's that much of a difference i don't either man I, and i know mike you, you being a small it.
0: business owner can probably I get eat. it
1: all the time yeah yeah absolutely it, it's it's a sad thing that they can't support a local business i mean pay for a
0: freaking dollar exactly man. for a, a dollar. dollar
1: yeah a for a dollar. dollar and and you know it, it's I don't, I don't want to get off on a on a rant here no, but you like can I said, brother, absolutely I do it <laughs> but like i say it's just so sad that people don't seem to realize the effect they have and i understand Cheap is good. And, uh, and
0: every dollar counts. Every dollar counts. Sure, so when, you're, sure. when you're
1: out there making a living, and God knows we're all trying to make a living. Absolutely. Right. But give them a chance, for that's goodness kind of sake. And yep. we would also, yep. I don't know if you remember the Discworks cards. Yeah, I do yep.
0: remember. Oh, hell, I ain't stamp thought about it. it.
1: For every $10 yep. you spent, we'd stamp it. That's right. And yep. every yep. card you got filled up, you got that's a free right. CD. Free CD, man, yeah. I mean, yep. that's a free CD. Yep. It, it, it balances out Perfect. after a while. And... uh we, we used to have one of our more famous customers was Dale Earnhardt Jr. back over in North. Oh no, that
0: I didn't know. Oh,
1: he was a music fiend. I had no idea. And That's he cool. liked everything. He liked hip hop. He liked rock. He liked some country. Right, right. And he would come in there with, he would usually come in there every time with a very lovely young lady. Oh, no, that I don't. Know. Different one, different <laughs> one usually. But he was Good for he was, him. Good for he him. He was, you know, he was not overtly friendly. He was a nice kid at the time. Right. And, you know, and we knew who he was, but we didn't try to make a big deal out of it. Right. And, cool. uh, but, you know, he would fill up one card in one visit. So he'd get a free CD. Oh, and a free CD. And he would just say, thanks, guys, and leave. Walking out with this huge thing. Yeah, I mean, like I say, cool. he, back, and that's the way it was back in the day. If you wanted music, you wanted it then and there. Yeah, you had right. to get it immediately, right. which right. is what we were able to do. And
0: right. I think, man, that, you know, as we've moved into this new way of, of consuming right. music... Personally, man, I miss that physical part. I miss holding it in my hand. Oh, yeah. Especially, you know, even especially vinyl. Do
1: you still have all your vinyl? Uh no, I actually sold. I
0: actually sold my collection, man. Now I did keep my 180 gram uh, presses. I kept those. I have
1: mm-hmm. a stack like this left. That's all I have. Really, most really? of it's gone. I still have most of my CDs, but like I say, and I, sad to say, I still have some cassettes and eight tracks.
0: I wish I still had my cassettes. I wish. Oh, I, had, I don't, man. I do. <laughs> I wish I'd have saved them, man. <laughs> I, had, I
2: had some collectible stuff necessary. in there. <laughs>
0: man. Oh, I had boy, God, I had I hundreds.
2: I've still got all the CDs. Everything, uh most of the vinyls. I, I kind of weeded out the vinyls for room's sake. Right, yeah, um, they do take up room. Oh, yeah, do, for real. And there were some unnecessary stuff in there. Cassettes, dude. There is no way. Right. There is no. I remember how many cassettes I had. Oh, I had hundreds. Oh, with a the nest. There is <laughs> with a the nest. There is no. I look at cassettes now, even still. I'll, I'll run across some you know, weird stuff. Nails cassette or, or a Motley Crue like Shadows of oh cassette. yeah I yeah, saw yeah. it and I was like yeah. oh my god that's so cool and I had to stop myself like, don't 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 do it, because it, you're just going to get back into that. Back into
0: that, collecting of those things. And i tell you the truth, man. Speaking of uh, cassette tapes, there's a little record store in Valdez. Mm-hmm. Played again. I believe it's Played it Again Albums, man. Records, I'm sorry. Cool little place. If you guys haven't been cool. I love going there. Cool. It is cool. It's almost a throwback to what we were just talking about. The guy that works in there, he'll, you can talk to him, man. He's, uh, he's very knowledgeable. Of, but, man, he's got a wall of cassettes. I made a joke one day. You know, we're just kind of shooting the shit a little bit. And I was like, "Oh man, you sell a lot of sets." He's like, "That's probably what we sell more than anything." I'm like, that "No is way!" Crazy. You know why? I wouldn't have thought about this because people still drive old cars with cassette decks in them. Exactly. And he said that people come in and buy them from the cars. I'm all surprised they still work though. <laughs> no, well, you know, some of them older cars. I man, they'll drive forever. Oh man. yeah. Oh, you, know, I mean, you get the cassette decks. Oh, the actually. Yeah, the cassette the decks. Deck. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the mechanics are fine. Yeah, right. yeah, the cassette deck is. Yeah.
1: But like I say, it's just like I say. The the I used to not just be uh, uh you know. At Discworks, but I would go to other record stores for the same reason you went to Discworks. It's just for the camaraderie, the the getting to know, the knowledge. You would meet some of the best people, and we would try to have you know discussions about music, things like that. We were we were you know a little bit nuts, but we 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 love to talk about music and things. And it was one of those great things. Like I said, you know, if if you if you travel around enough, you're going to meet. Some really good people and listen to some good music and that's one thing I do I do kind of really miss about it. Yes. You just you know, just the experience of going in there and talking to somebody about it. and like I say people say well you know I talk online to someone so well, yeah it's, it's, it's not the same, not the same. man it like, really isn't
2: you can't gauge that there, it's not interpersonal yeah. man and, it's and not. like
1: I say I, I you know I will I'll send a message to a friend every now and then who's I haven't seen in a few years and I'll send a text message to him and it's good So sure. I say I'd like to sit down and talk man, to you man, man I, I, yeah. I
0: like to look at I, I don't even like talking on the phone man I would Our much heads, rather just sit
2: talking on the phone oh. I,
0: I, I like this what the three of us yeah. are doing right now exactly man, is what I like you know and speaking of like record stores and stuff let's bring up Selector Records oh yeah out of Hickory
2: that wow. used to be an awesome yeah. place. I yeah. love that place, man. Yeah.
0: That in Discworks
1: was always yeah. my two to go to. That was that was an awesome place. The
0: one thing I liked about Selector, maybe a little over Discworks, was their vinyl selection. Oh,
1: we they had the they vinyl. They had I a remember.
0: great vinyl. Yeah. And they also had some really good bootleg VHS. Bootlegs were good. Man. Yes, dude. They would have the concerts. I That's true. One of my most regrettable things I've ever lost or misplaced in this world, man, I had a mother love bond. VHS, oh. bootleg, and it was perfect quality, man. It is it is floating somewhere in Lincoln County, right. man. I lost it decades ago. Yeah. I can't even find it on YouTube, man. I've looked for this thing. I cannot find it. Mother Love owns another group that doesn't get enough love. I know me and Mike are, yeah. right. are you? Are oh, you yeah, absolutely. Okay. absolutely. I wasn't and, sure if you were or not. And you
1: just, like say, the the things like that and, and groups that, like say, don't get enough attention when you, when you, when you have something like that, it's it's a tangible thing that you yes. can actually hang on to and i love that yes. and like say and to uh you know throw off on uh, kind of a i guess kind of an odd turn here but like say you know I worked at radio shack oh
0: that's right radio shack yes. shout out
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about it, that you know they, they there's some guy did a documentary on why they failed and i and it was on youtube and i wrote this huge comment and he sent me back you you're wrong but, uh, it's like, dude, I was there. <laughs> I, I, but, but the thing was, I got a lot of responses of people saying, you know, that's what I saw. Right. But the thing about it is, with with Radio Shack, they didn't realize they. And and I, and I don't like to, you know, sound like you know I'm bitter. But, <laughs> but the, when the money men take over a business, yeah. they don't—they don't care about anything nope. except the money. The money. Right. that's it. Radio Shack could have been one of these great places where, like, it was a music store. People come in. You know, I, just, I loved Radio yes. Shack, man. Yes. People would come in, and they would want I to say, that. "I'm building this." Yes. What have you got? I'm making this. What have you got? Yes. And but they were so concentrated on the quick buck. I mean, it's yep. just—it's it's, that's yep. one thing, sad thing about. Business people in America today—they're so concentrated on the big buck. Yep. If you will look at some of the biggest times when a stock price of a company has gone up, it's when they've laid off like about three or four hundred workers. Yeah, yeah.
0: and right. they, and they yeah. profit yeah.
1: off of that exactly. Yeah, man. And yeah. it's so sad that the people are not worried about building a business; they're worried about just getting what yeah, they can't just squeezing it, it dry. draining
0: it dry, man. Yep. You know, it's funny because me and Mike, before you got here, we were having a little economic discussion of. But yeah, man, uh, I think we're all on agreement. We
2: talked about that with Walmart. Yeah, We
0: were were talking about Walmart just in the same way, man. Once again, big corporate comes in. But you know, I remember one time I would I would like to pop in on you, Wayne. You know, when you worked at Radio Shack, I'd pop in in case you just see what's going on. And I know you were having a bad day, and I hope it's okay to talk about this because you know, Wayne was like, "Yeah, man, my boss just got on to me about not bringing enough people in," and we know where the Radio Shack was located here in Lincoln. So I look outside, and I'm like. With Jesus, man, there's no... Other, what the hell they want you to do? I mean, that's what I cannot get my head... Obviously, you couldn't wrap your head around it either. We're over here like... I mean, man, you can't draw blood from a turnip, man. Right. I mean, it's like Wayne, they want you to get one of them big signs and go out to the corner and twirl the sign around or something. I mean, I've seen you
2: know. people do it Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I, yeah.
1: I I got I got his... I would get all the banners I'd want and sit them out there right. at the road, you know. Yep. And, and you can't see them from where no, they were. Man, but, no, man. That it, was... No. I mean... When, when Radio Shack first opened up here in Lincoln, it was a prime location yes, because there was a grocery store yep. on either end. Yes, sir. Or no, right. excuse me, there was a grocery store, Winn-Dixie over here, and I think. Papa's Pizza? It Papa's was Sky, Peace, City, Sky City. City. And it's Papa's, City. Papa's City. Pizza. Yeah. Papa's Pizza was but, oh, oh, that was the, was the so best, good. man. Oh, my God, oh, it was so good. God, it was so good. I used to go over there for lunch at Radio Shack oh, all oh, the yeah, time. Yeah, man. Yeah, Papa's
0: was all But the thing of
1: it was, it had, you know, foot tracks. Yes, yes. And people would come in there
0: and look around it. and it wasn't a whole lot of strip malls around here at no. that time either no. man it was one of the few we had
1: you know no. well if you would go back to the old pictures there you know on the side of the road there where the uh uh walmart was and where everything that was just field. it was fields, yeah man. oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah and like i think like yeah. a pond was down
0: there yeah absolutely. Could go fishing down there yeah. you know now it all is grown up
1: but I, and like say it's the one of those things is like i said and people don't realize you know how important something like that could be we would have people come in I had and and I just you know have little things like you know I had a little lady come in one time she was having trouble with uh, her GPS well now she didn't buy anything from me but I fixed her GPS I mean she could probably not have gone anywhere else that would have helped her I right mean, not without buying something you know, not without buying something and right. I and I and maybe and I'm not saying you know they would but maybe she could have walked into a Best Buy and they would have helped her but I'm not you know, there's no guarantee no, no. Right. especially a big store like that man you exactly know, they probably keep and, getting, and she didn't them. even buy the GPS from me you know and I'm like say, still helped her out but I mean it's it's, it's not going to hurt me to help no. her it just like it doesn't hurt
0: anybody to, to really help somebody out, man, and we're losing that, you know. Exactly. I think I think we've lost a little bit of that in this society. And uh, but you know, man, just going back to kind of like the whole Radio Shack thing. If I'm not mistaken, Wayne, and you can correct me, but didn't they at one time even have electrical engineers on, on premise to help exactly. you with your projects? Exactly. I mean, they would literally have somebody in there or somebody with a background in electrical and electronics.
1: They would actually help you. We with would your actually project, have right? classes you know? teaching.
0: Yeah. Yeah. People
1: electronics we would actually even have uh they actually at one time required managers to have a ham radio license before see, you could be a manager at radio see right i now. didn't know
0: that now i had no idea and that
1: right there i think is it says a lot about what they thought was important about yes. being a good customer service person and what it went from to what unfortunately
0: it is now and we see where it is now man exactly. a lot of these stores have closed down they've got they're all you gone know. now yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I went to the, yeah.
1: there was one last one in belmont that i rode by the other day and it's completely gone it's gone man yeah but wow. the thing of it was is they cared about what the customer needed, not what they could try to foist on yep. the customer. All right. I feel so bad that that's, that's the way the world is now. And, and
0: the thing is, man, once again, not to get into a big economic discussion or anything, you know, because I don't know a lot about economics, but I know enough, man, the more people that are working and the more people that they are contributing, man, the better the, econ- the economy is going to be for everybody. Those big corporations might not be able to get that last dime out of you, but it's going to be better across the board. But... That's my soapbox, man. Let's, yeah. let's, oh, let's, yeah. let's, let's for sure. No, for we sure. T- yeah. well, right. I'm sorry.
1: Right. You got us off on a you know, tangent. I apologize. That's, no, absolutely. no, that's why we're here, brother. Yeah.
2: Exactly, because I don't. I don't know if you had this at that at that time. Um, I worked for a place. I, I won't mention the place. <laughs> <laughs> um, the rounds Walmart. <laughs> 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 but sure towards the end of my stay it. there, they they had developed a system. It was called a task manager system and you had to swipe you know your card for every task you completed okay All right. it was this is, come on i mean really it, it just took away from that that ex you know that that um i, I guess well you know, you weren't worried about the customers
0: is more as you worried about getting these tasks right. done. Right. Exactly. Yep, yep. Customers jo- take a a
1: backseat. Exactly. Your they job did. became getting this done, not helping that person over there who's trying right. to find something. Right. Even though this task Saturday, will be there tomorrow, that's
0: and that task will still be there when yeah. the customer's being helped out or yeah. something. Well, guys, I tell you what. Let, let's uh, let's change course a little bit. Get back on music because we're probably going to want to start wrapping this thing up here before okay. too much longer. Um, I think, Mike, you got to open up the store in about 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, now, And the reason I always said let's wrap it up
2: now because we ain't going to just stop. I mean, this is the process. Is, yeah, this is the whole process. <laughs> well, let's see. The one thing I want to do, and I want to do this for all of our guests now, okay. is the top three threes. Okay. Okay. Uh, and we'll start, go ahead and start this off with uh, top three... Um, Musicians, band, um, artist, top three. No particular order, okay. top three for Wayne. Oh, Wayne, for me? Yeah, no, for no, we. Top, I want to do this, too. Top, top three. Well, Wayne, we may do this later. Right. Top this three. is going to be for, for our Wayne. I, yeah. all right, all right. For me,
1: the top three are going to be Bruce Springsteen, That's a good one. Bob Dylan, and Warren Zevon. Wow. That's a
0: damn good top three, brother. Yeah. Those are my that, top three. Talk yeah. about some songwriting th- powerhouses. <laughs> all, of them, yes. all of them are songwriters. Yes. I think yeah. you sort of
1: see the theme. Yeah. Yes,
0: good songwriters. Real songwriters too, man, that talk about real things, real themes. You know, man, I want to bring up one one music or one artist before uh, we start wrapping up talking about songwriters. That's Ronnie Van Zant. Oh yeah, I'm a huge Skynyrd fan. You know exactly. that, man. I, I've, I've worn I, my nickname in high school was Skynyrd, man. So right. there's a reason for that. But you know, I think he's another one of those songwriters that maybe. And I always say songwriter more than singer. I love I love Ronnie's vocals. Nobody can sing those songs like Ronnie. I don't think Ronnie's my favorite vocalist though he's up there but as far as songwriters man ronnie's up there yeah i mean man the songs that he would write about same thing with springsteen same thing with um, you know dylan as well you know warren can kind of go out a little bit on but, but you know sometimes wayne and just well, let me before i get to that i, I like to throw ronnie in here while, while we're going to have a discussion on genius especially songwriters you know i want to definitely throw ronnie but warren uh, uh wayne let me ask you something about Warren. It, uh uh, being the elitist we are, being the snobs that we are, right. that, that we've already established. Yeah.
1: Do you think, man, that maybe Warren's music sometimes just goes over people's heads? I think that's true. I think that's true. I, I think so. I so. think a lot of people are expecting from a song something that's not, you know, meaningful. They just right. expect it to, to sound good in their ear and catchy. make it, make it catchy. Catchy, right. A little bit of bop on your feet. That's fine. Yeah, and I got yeah, no yeah. problem with that. But like I say, I think people hear Warren... And it's just something that just sort of, well, he's making me think. I don't like it yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And
0: Warren does have a unique vocal style. Exactly. Very, very unique. Not, right.
1: not, and again, like I said, I liked his voice, but it wasn't, like I say, a top voice. You're right. Correct. It's kind of it, like
0: probably me and Ronnie. Exactly. Was, you know.
1: And, and, and like I say, it's just, it, it, if you don't get it, I understand you don't get it. Right, right. I'm, and I, and I, and I really, like I say, I, I've, I've called myself a snob, which I am, but I'm not going to berate anybody for liking no, something that, that I or not liking something that I like. Right. It's just that is your choice. That it's definitely your choice. The only thing the only thing that I will get on to people for is eating steak that's too cooked, too, too yeah, well done. Yeah. I think we that's, can all agree on that That's, just wrong. Yeah. that's yeah, just wrong. That's just wrong. I'm sorry.
0: Medium rare tops. Yeah. there
1: tops. you go. But <laughs> like I say, I, I agree with you. That it does go over people's heads sometimes.
2: I think it can. I think it definitely can do that. Well, Mike, man. The, is next, a, the it? next one is because there are three categories on this. Okay. That's why it's called the top three threes. Oh. Okay, great. Oh, <laughs> oh thank right. you. The top three movies and or
1: novels. Oh. oh okay. Well. The top three m- movies, I guess I would have to say, is uh, I like uh, The Sting okay, with Robert Redford mm-hmm. and Paul Newman. I like uh, Bullet with Steve McQueen, where it's got that great chase okay. scene. Yeah. And, I
2: haven't seen either one of these.
1: Uh, <laughs> and uh, going way back, if you want to go way back, Casablanca with Humphrey okay, Bogart. Right. Those the are my top three man. movies. My top three books, I would have to say, uh, I liked uh, the uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Hunter S. Thompson. And I liked, uh, there was just a new biography of uh, Leonardo da Vinci by uh, Walter Jackson, which was astounding to read. And uh, one of the other ones is a little autobiography uh, before he passed away, Scott Beal gave me a book he found in a bookstore in uh, New York City—a uh, biography of the comedian Bill Hicks. Oh man, it's Bill, called yeah. *Screaming at Night*, *Screaming at the Night*, and it is I bet awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. It I is an awesome book. Yeah. and those are my top three books. Yeah.
0: I, I, I'm a fan of Hicks,
2: man. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you Hicks seen hasn't him. come up yet on, on anything, but yeah, we'll if definitely be. If you haven't seen Hicks, you need to see.
0: It. I really hate, man. that They showed a showdown on YouTube. You know, Alex Jones. Have y'all have y'all heard that that theory that Bill Hicks is Alex Jones? That's All right. That's I, hilarious, I've, I've man. I've heard that. That's so funny. <laughs> that's a great one, man. That's a great. Well, we're not getting Alex Jones. No, today. yeah, not yet not yet, <laughs> not, not yet,
2: not yet, not yet, not yet. <laughs> stay, okay. tuned, Buster, stay tuned, posters. Stay tuned. So the 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 last one is. Uh, Top three wrestlers or athletes?
1: Okay. Uh, Top three wrestlers or athletes. I think, uh, as far as his impact on the sport, Ric Flair was Ah. one of the best wrestlers.
2: Exactly. I was about to ask you, uh, top three, if it's Ric Flair. Yes, indeed, why? (laughs)
1: Like I say, his his, his impact, I mean, seriously, his impact on it was, you know, wide-ranging. And as far as uh, another wrestler goes, you have to go with somebody like Andre the Giant. Amen, brother. Andre Amen. the Giant, Amen. like I say, he I, iconic had, man. Exactly, iconic. you can't you cannot not think about Andre the Giant. And as far as you know, somebody that, uh, like I say, has also sort of. You know, made the lead. I like, I like John Cena.
0: I love John Cena. Man. I got no problems. With,
1: yeah. I'm not going to say The Rock because I can't really remember him as a wrestler that
0: much. Right, right. I, he was I, great, I don't, man. He I, great I, I'm
1: sure he was, but like I say, I, I, I don't the first time I really remember seeing him was in movies, and I really don't remember seeing right. him as, as a wrestler. No, man. I mean, I, Cena's I think, great. I, I think, just
0: wish I could see him wrestle, man. Right. I, I still have not seen Cena <laughs> wrestle one it. time, man. Just not just once. Just stop it.
1: I just can't see him. <laughs>
2: yeah, but you're right. You, you know, definitely anybody you know, that, that doesn't know Rock from Dwayne Rock Johnson from you know, WWE definitely knows that he, you know, he's in movies. He yes. spent, more, I think, more time in movies oh, yeah, and in the media ring. than then you know, in, in in ring wrestling. Oh, absolutely, man. He's but,
1: more Hollywood than WWE. Yeah. But if you if you've ever seen a movie he did one time, uh, called Driven. That I don't w- think I've seen Driven. Oh, that's awesome. He plays this guy who gets out of prison and Billy Bob Thornton's in it also. Oh, okay. And oh, it's not a blockbuster, but he comes out of prison with just one thing in mind to kill all the people who killed his brother. Oh really? And it just takes you through step by step of how he does I mean he's got basically no dialogue in it at all. I mean, he Which just is probably goes, perfect for them. Oh, it's it's awesome, <laughs> and 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 they've got the. Uh, I don't know if you know about the band The Heavies. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. They yeah, do yeah. the theme song. How you like that, me now? That, yeah, they, yeah. they do that,
1: but they do a song called sh- uh, "Short Change Hero." That's okay. the theme song. It's awesome song. I mean, I, always, I like to listen to it just as, as a song. But if you get a chance to see that movie, it's it's great. I'm gonna check it out, man, because yeah. I am
0: a rock fan, um, a movie star.
1: I like I say, fan. it's got nothing no, to do really with mean. being a blockbuster. It's just down and dirty. Gritty
2: right. murder. I well, tell it's you, man, definitely this era's you know action. Oh, without a doubt, man. You know, oh, like he's the highest the, paid man in yeah, Hollywood. for sure. You know? Like like Willis or Schwarzenegger, oh, Stallone. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's our generation or yeah. this uh, this, this era's did, yeah the, the, exactly. Yeah, sure. Well, guys, man, if you guys are ready, I think we're gonna go ahead and start uh, putting a wrap on. Mike, you got anything else, brother? Well, that's
2: it, brother. Well, Wayne, you know, I appreciate you being on here. Thank you. This has been
0: so much. This has been great, man. I've been looking forward to this one for a long time now. And uh, once we put a date on it, we got you in here. We had to push it back a week. We wanted yep. to get you in last week, but we had to push that Starcade to two episodes. I, I got it no happens. problems with that. I like yep. it. And uh, Wayne, Mike, I'm
2: just gonna I go know, ahead and there, there's a, a lot of stuff we haven't even covered yet. I was so just about to anytime say, you wanna come back and you, you come know. back. Exactly. I, I,
1: will, I will be back whenever you need me. Thank Absolutely. you so much. This bro. is thank not you. the last
0: time Wayne says to no. be on this show. Wayne, thank you again, brother. Thank it, you guys. This has been uh, outstanding. Well guys um, it's awesome to see you, man. It's good to see you too, brother. Thank it's always so good to see you man. You, thank you for coming on uh, well Mike, Wayne, if you guys are good, I guess we'll go ahead and start uh Wrapping this up, before we sign off, I would like to remind everyone to check out the Millennium Wrestling Federation. They wrestle every other Saturday at Howard's Creek uh, Rec Center, located at 508 Howard Creek School Road. I'm not sure when the next show is, once again. It's not, uh, I think it's next Saturday. It is next It is. Saturday. It is next Saturday, so whatever that date is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Uh, <laughs>
2: I want to say that's the 8th. Well, hell, shit, man. September i got a, I, got
0: a damn, uh, I got a calendar September, right here. September the
2: 8th. I believe you're right. September the 8th. That's exactly it, bro. September brother. the 8th. Eight. So <laughs> be
0: there and be square. Hey, Puds. <laughs> but uh, Wayne, once again, man, thank you. Thank, thank you all so much. <laughs> and uh, Mike, if you're good, brother, I I'm guess good. we're going to go ahead and shut it down with all Puds. I right. uh, hope y'all enjoyed it. And until next week, y'all have a good one. And not only that, David, I understand we're right at the end of our
1: program. No. We have got to go. This has
0: been a great event.
1: There's some people out there that
0: hate us for this.